Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. And in the world of paranormal news, Jurassic Dominion has opened up in the box office. It is the last installment of the Jurassic Park franchise. So if you are into the Jurassic Park movie franchise, go see the latest and last movie of the Jurassic Park saga. In Netflix news, a new Ghostbusters animated Netflix series is in development with Afterlife director Jason Reitman and co-writer Gil Kenna. So now this is new uh, new news about Ghostbusters still coming out. They, as I've said with uh, a friend of mine, Claudio, and my other friend, Joey, something that they are going to pretty much monopolize with they're going to keep it going but they have the fan base and they have the love from the i would say og fans so ghostbusters is coming out with a new cartoon animated series i'm actually looking forward to that i personally loved the extreme ghostbusters cartoon which came out many years later after the real ghostbusters cartoon and if you know about real ghostbusters it was basically the what came after the first movie so i'm looking forward to it um want to see what's to come with that what netflix and jason reitman does and uh, i posted this on my instagram page which is swab underscore uh podcast that's my instagram outlet swab underscore podcast on instagram which is short for the say what again billy podcast and uh, this was from Fox News, and apparently it was posted on other sites. A mysterious figure was spotted outside a zoo. What is that? An unidentified figure was caught on camera in Amarillo, Texas. Texas around the zoo and city uh, caught this on a camera, and it looks like a wolf-like bipedal animal on its two legs standing up. Uh, quite possibly could have been someone in a costume, but the way it looks in this photo, it just looks like it could be some form of a cryptid. Um, it looks like it was taken in a, a photo. I don't know if there's actual video of it, but if you want to see this photo, it is one of the most recent posts on my Instagram page, SWAB underscore podcast, which is short for the Say What Again Billy podcast. You can go check that photo out on there. And give it a look and give your thoughts on what this could possibly be cited in Amarillo, Texas. Now, I have spoke many times on my podcast about my love for the paranormal and the group that I once had. And if you listen to the previous podcast, uh, a friend of mine who has joined on twice so far, we are revamping and bringing back the IUH, which was my organization my paranormal research group called the IUH Investigation of Unexplained Happenings. And we are, me and Claudio, are looking to investigate quite a few sites in the coming months. And one that we are hopefully going to investigate next Saturday is a Bronx location, which me and Claudio grew up. Um, I still currently reside in the Bronx. And it is a location that my group investigated many years ago, one of our first investigations. And this is Van Cortlandt Park. Now, in Van Cortlandt Park, there was a mansion that I read many years ago that was haunted. And 
I don't know exactly or remember how I got into getting us in there. It was just me and my uh, basically vice president at the time of the of the organization, uh, Matthew. And we got in there and were able to walk around the Van Cortland mansion. And we went in there with just EMF meters and were able to look around the house. I don't think you had to pay anything. And I remember calling and when I got there, they just let us walk around the house. There was parts of it closed off because there is still, I guess, historical furniture and things that were in the mansion from historical times approximately from about maybe 200 to 268 years ago. But we went there on a rainy day. We parked, we walked into the mansion and it had and it was during the day, but it had all the elements of a paranormal investigation. We didn't really catch much. We took photos. Um still looking for certain photos from what I took uh many years ago. But um it was a quick investigation. I didn't think much of it. Until a few weeks ago when I was filming an episode with a friend, Claudio, who was on. And Quick did a a Google search of like local hauntings and Van Cortland popped up again. And while I had him on the podcast, I read a little bit of it. And when the podcast was over, I ended up going back onto a website and reading in depth about Van Cortland Park. And not only is the mansion haunted or said to be haunted, but the actual large amount of ground in Van Cortland Park is haunted because Native Americans that were on that land fighting in conjunction with the pre-Americans, I'd say, because this is Revolutionary War. This is when the British were here trying to basically overtake the area and bring their, you know, the the British Parliament here and try to make the people of this, the well, fu- basically at the time, future America, try to colonize them on the British, you know, the I guess the monarchy, and um, the, these Indians, these Native Americans at the time, were fighting in conjunction with the pre-Americans. Um, so these Native Americans were killed because of the British and. Um, when we have these stories of Native American ground, we somehow in the world of paranormal get a haunted uh, area or we have a paranormal story. So what I'm actually going to do for you is I'm going to play a daily news report from 2016, about a minute long, about Van Cortland Park. Ghosts of Van Cortland Park. Rumor has it that the largest park in the Bronx is haunted. More specifically, Van Cortland Park. The land, named after the family that owned the property when the house was built 268 years ago, has a ghostly past. In 1778, a small group of Native Americans fighting against the British were ambushed and killed in a battle called the Stockbridge Indian Massacre, according to AmericanRelevOution.org. They were buried in the park after the brutal fight. A monument to the Stockbridge Indians was erected by the Daughters of the American Revolution and placed near the Mashalu Golf Corps side of the park. Urban legend claims their spirits now roam the woods protecting the lands and the park has been haunted ever since. 
Van Cortland Park Museum educator Michael Grillo says he's never seen ghosts, but is not surprised. If people feel things around here, it's because you're dealing with a lot of things happening, especially in the New York area, he told the Daily News. Now, there is a lot of elements to stories like this. And one of those elements where paranormal activity happens is the surrounding area. Now, Van Cortland Park, I've been there to play softball, um, mostly. I've never went, besides from the paranormal investigation that I did many years ago, I've never gone to Van Cortland Park to just walk around. Um, I've been to Pelham Bay Park, which, uh, according to my knowledge, is the largest park in the boroughs or in New York City. Um, I've walked around there. I've walked from Pelham Bay through there to City Island to Orchard Beach, which is pretty much Pelham Bay Park. If you're not from New York City or know about Pelham Bay Park, it is all connected. Orchard Beach is connected to Pelham Bay Park. I've never just took a trip to Van Cortland and said, let me walk around over there. And now reading all these reports, I actually see that Van Cortland is very big and has quite the history. Now, a lot of elements that lead paranormal activity to happen is the surrounding area. Now, in that area, we have forest and we have water nearby. We have elevation because it's near Riverdale. Matter of fact, it's technically almost in Riverdale or if, if not in Riverdale. There's elevation there, which means there's hills and mount, kind of like almost like a little bit, and I wouldn't say mountains, but hills and water. And there are people going to the park, leaving their, you know, imprint in that area every single day. Now you tack on the history of this Stockbridge Indian massacre that occurred there. Now what this daily news report didn't really cover in the minute and seven seconds that was played for you is that the Native Americans, I believe they were the Mohonk Indian, not Mohonk, uh, Mohawk. It's spelled slightly different. Um, Mohink, it's, uh, I had spelled it on my Instagram. What was not included in the daily news report is that these, in these Native Americans at the time were basically teamed up with Basically, I guess you could call them pre-American freedom fighters again, and actually launched an attack on the British, and they killed a regiment. And what ended up happening is the British leader at the time in that area, John Simcoe, got really upset that that happened, and he was the one that planned the Stockbridge Indian Massacre. He had his British troops essentially go into the woods and sneak attack these Native Americans, brutally killing them and basically leaving their bodies. And what ended up happening is the wildlife and the elements made some of the remains go back into areas that were inhabited by the people that were living there, the between, I guess, British and the Americans at the time that were there. And then their bodies were essentially or eventually buried and this memorial was formed um, near what's the current Mashaloo, um Golf Course area. 
So there's a little bit more to the story. So when you have the elements of natural nature, which in basically shoot out energy, and the everyday life of people walking around, plus the history, plus this massacre that happened, battlegrounds like Gettysburg and other battle sites around the world have this energy. And we know that Native Americans were really one and in tune with the land. And when they were killed in such a manner, it is almost like the perfect recipe for paranormal activity. And I have read on tons of blogs and forums and websites. And there's not many about Van Cortland, but there are regular people that are on these blogs and forums leaving claims about seeing lights in the forest at night hearing voices and feeling like they're being watched. Now, the Native Americans were very protective of their land, and these these um, Native Americans, the Mohican Native Americans, spelled o, uh, M-O-H-I-C-A-N, Mohican, if I'm pronouncing it right, they were protective of the land, and they were trying to battle the British in, in conjunction with other people during the Revolutionary War time. And... They died there in a manner that wasn't, no one would want to die like that. So bringing in all the elements between the nature and the surroundings and the people there currently, the cars, the buildings, the hills, the water nearby, and the history give this perfect uh, recipe for paranormal activity to happen. And people have reported the paranormal activity of Van Cortlandt Park. Now in technicality the park is all parks in new york city say to close by sundown somehow some way me and my buddy claudio will be doing an investigation our target for the investigation our target date is next saturday and i'm actually going to give him a call after i am done filming this podcast episode or tomorrow which i'm filming right now on um june 11th at um 9 21 so I'm going to give him a call or text or tonight or tomorrow and finalize a time for next Saturday where we can drive over to Van Cortland Park with everything we need and film and record uh, audio and film and break out the equipment that I have not used in a long time. I'm going tomorrow to take the equipment out and see what I have to use for this investigation and me and him were going to go there and make it there by right before sunset scope out the area and stay there until the sun sets in the park and see what we can see hear what we can hear now the difficulties about investigations like this is the fact that even though there is a quote-unquote law or rule to get out of the park at sunset people do stay in the park um, not a lot, I would assume, because of New York City's MO of crime, but um, it's going to be difficult if there's still a lot of people, so we're kind of hoping to wait for the sunset and see what we can catch in the time that we are allowed to be there. Um, there are some perks that we are trying to pull here to make us stay in the park longer and walk around, so we are going to walk around that park and uh, try to be there for a few hours to see what we can get. Um, between me and Claudio taking photos, one of us recording and the other taking photos and um, 
taking EVP, we're going to be using record. I have a recorder in my equipment that I will use to get EVPs. I have to crank that bad boy up and see um, how that works. It's been a long time since I've actually used it. Um, but I'm going to record on there. I'm going to record on my phone. Um, I actually have an EVP on my phone from um, a place I went and found out the place was haunted and caught something on my phone, still stored to my phone to this day. So any recording of re any recording uh, device is sufficient for when you do a paranormal investigation. And being that we are rejuvenating my group and using the name and going someplace, we don't have the time, money, or means to go out and buy all new equipment. Um, the only thing I'd like to have before Saturday is a holder for my phone to record properly that could... Um, make me hold the phone more steady uh, working on that. But I'm actually looking forward to doing this because the simple fact it's been such a long time since I've done this and I've, I speak about it every week, giving you episodes to the podcast, but it's been a long time since I've been out on the field to do a paranormal investigation. And what makes this investigation uh, fun for me is I'm going with a friend and the simple fact that it's been a while and it's... To me, it's close by. For Claudio, I would say it's probably about 30 minutes, 25, 30 minutes. Um, but the fact that we're out in the open and hopefully the weather is permitting for us to do this, that it's not raining because we can't really use certain, certain things in the rain like that outside. Um, we might just suck it up and go in the rain because people are not going to be in the park if it's raining. And if we're out there, um, rain actually adds the some elements to you know, manifestations of paranormal activity. So I think maybe rain or shine will be out there. Plus it's not like it's cold. It's, you know, it's officially the summer now. Um, so looking forward to catching things and, and seeing what's there and seeing truly if this park, the rumors are true. Now I read a blog, the, as far as the mansion there, which I was actually in, um, there was another group that I caught an article online that tried to reach out to the mansion and they said in, I guess in a nice way, um, due to the historics of this place, we don't want to be affiliated with paranormal talk. Now, I've mentioned this before. That's going to be a response that you get um, when it comes to certain places. I was on the phone with Steve Gonslavs from Ghost, uh, Ghost Hunters, um, the Atlantic Paranormal Society. And we were trying to get into Fordham University to do a conjunction investigation because I told them about it. Um, and Fordham basically declined him even though they had a, a legit TV show. I remember him speaking to me on the phone about it. It was a very cool experience to speak to someone on TV um, on a show that had just came out. Um, but that's the response you get, you get from places like that is we don't want to be affiliated with that. Um, on a side note, I reached out to a place called Tappan 76, which is over the Tappan Zee Bridge and has a lot of historical background to it. And I'm going to reach out to them um, at some point this week and have, try to have a phone conversation with them and set up an organ, uh, investigation at the tavern there, which would be an indoor investigation at a very historical place that George Washington had said to be in himself, the uh, United States' first president. Um, and reach out to one of my friends who's a history buff to get more information about that and actually ask him if he can join in. However, this particular friend likes to sleep very early, but if I tell him the circumstances, he actually might break his um, very early curfew that he's had for many years for his personal choosings to go to bed early. But I am indeed looking forward 
to doing this next week. Um, me and Claudio, a guest that's been on twice, and will be joining me every few episodes um, for a joint episode uh, to the podcast, you know, switching things up. We are going to try to take a look at this Stockbridge Indian Massacre and actually see if all these statements of Van Cortlandt Park are indeed true and um, see what happens. Any of the findings that we get, we will indeed post onto the Instagram page, which again is SWAB underscore podcast, which is my outlet on Instagram. Um, I'm actually trying to see real quick for you guys if there are any videos of Van Cortlandt Park that have any audio um, in regards to the hauntings and so what, so forth. Um, I'll play something for you real quick. The new best way to make money online... Well, we don't want to have that. This is a ad, so we will try to skip that. This is actually another uh, article from the Daily News, and this is an actual reenact... Re- an actor that reenacts, he dresses up as the, at the Revolutionary Times. Who's going I've to heard from all the tell the story? That visited here that they sense something, especially on the third floor of the house. The history of this property, the history of this house, is pretty much the history of New York City, going back to the Dutch era when the first Van Cortland arrived here, Olaf Stevenson Van Cortland in six. Talking about the mansion. What I know about it is commonly it's referred to as the Stockbridge Indian Massacre because pretty much everybody there was attacked. There was a community set up and they were part of uh, General Washington's militia. They were referred to as the Stockbridge Indians. Now, th- this group of Stockbridge Indians were intermarried with Europeans, so the mixed European blood, they're part of the militia and they were encamped here in August of 1778. Now, this area is referred to as neutral ground during the American Revolution, which means no fighting is supposed to take place. So whether they were here illegally or not, that's up to speculation and that's up to history. Uh, The two key players here was Colonel Simcoe from the Queens Rangers. It was an American loyalist unit fighting on the side of the British. And also uh, Colonel Bannister Talton, the infamous uh, Colonel of the British American Legion from the Southern Campaigns. Both of these individuals were here, and pretty much what they did, they were battling to evict this group off the property. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if people feel things around here, because you're dealing with a lot of things happening, especially in the New York area. Right up here on the hill is where the burial vault of the Van Cortland family. It's still there today. Most of the remains were reinterred over at Woodlawn Cemetery, but that's the actual spot. It's still there. So this reenactor, who is basically an historian of Van Cortlandt Park, uh, basically touched on what I had told you already, and the Van Cortlandt family, um, parts of their um, remains were moved to Woodlawn, but the original resting site for the Van Cortlandt family, who built this mansion that's also supposed to be haunted, is in the park. So there is actually a lot of people that were buried here, and the Native Americans, he said that part of a militia um the what i looked up online it, it was the um the name i said the mohican indian um they were buried there basically after dying and being left out not properly buried for quite some time 
and this is from other sources that I read online. So there's a lot of stuff here um, which could, you know, perpetuate activity of the paranormal. And uh, just looking forward to getting there and having a plan and um, scouting this out with my buddy Claudio, who's been asking me for quite some time to do this. And now we are full-fledged about to do it. Our weekends are in conjunction when we're available. Um, something I'm looking forward to very, very well. And I guess I can say it's a Father's Day gift for, for me to be able to do this. Because uh, if we do go Saturday, it's right before Father's Day. So uh, that will be my Father's Day gift. And yes, I am a father. This will be a Father's Day gift to myself, jumping back into the saddle of paranormal investigating. And maybe it may spike me to buy some more equipment. Um I mean, I got so much. Stuff. I have Geiger counters, cell sensors, the ghost meter, the original EMF meter. I have another meter that I really didn't use much. Uh, I got to break all this stuff out uh, at some point tomorrow or Monday, see what batteries I need. I just, I honestly can't wait. I actually can't wait to see how it goes and whether we catch something or not. You will get the video clips on my Instagram page, which is SWAB underscore podcast on Instagram. Short for the Say What Again Billy podcast. I will post everything from the investigation on there. Um, there'll be a live feed at some point where you guys can see that. And I will save the pin and save it to my my, my page so you can see that at any time. Um, whether we catch something or not, there'll be a live feed. There'll be the video. There'll be photos. So everything that I um, am telling you guys, the full investigation will be on Instagram, which is a lot easier when I ran my group back in the day and I had to put things on the web page. I could just put it on my Instagram and you guys are free to go on there and view it and you know see what we were doing, see what we caught, see if you could see anything on the live, live feed. Uh, I do know it will be dark, so um, hopefully my iPhone Max Pro is able to video and let you guys see certain things unless I come into a good deal at Best Buy and buy a camera frame, uh, phone frame for this and get a, um, a light basically to uh, throw on top of the rig and illuminate the area a little bit better. But um, I'm looking forward to going there, seeing what we can see, investigate and letting you guys know what we are doing and what we found to all the listeners who come to the Say What Again Billy podcast and listen in every week to... Um, basically an average Joe in the paranormal world. I don't think I'm by far a professional um, in any stretch. I'm just a fan of the paranormal that does a podcast and likes to talk about it. And Van Cortlandt Park, we are going to go there and see what we can see and see and prove if one of these historical Bronx locations in the Boogie Down is in fact haunted. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast, the first episode I've done with a Bronx location from where I reside. And I'd like to thank the Anchor app for giving me the opportunity to talk about Van Cortland Park and have my podcast. And if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it is the free app that gives you all the tools you need to start your very own podcast. Go on to the Google Store, the Apple Store, download Anchor, and get your podcasting idea out there. And until next time, this has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast.